Welcome to another edition of Why Are You Awake? My name is Paul Farver. I'm your host. This podcast talks to people that are up late at night. This week we have comedian Jonah Jurgens. You will love this episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe. If you're listening to this and you are a former singles only listener, go over to youtube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy and check it out live. We're videotaping this in my studio. Uh, if you are reviewing it, or if you are subscribed, please review us. And if you are reviewing us, please, please give us all the stars in the world. Also follow Jonah Jurgens wherever he is on the social medias. And go to my website, paulfcomedy.com, uh, to see my upcoming dates and come see me live. Don't forget to check out our sponsors. Hey, gang. As some of you know, I used to be a practicing lawyer in Chicago. I no longer practice, but from time to time, I need a lawyer. And when I need a lawyer, I call my friend Scott Shapiro. Scott Shapiro has been practicing law for over 25 years in Chicago. He does it all, from workers' compensation to personal injury, employment issues, and even entertainment law and contract needs. If you need a lawyer, call my friend Scott. 312-648-8800. That's 312-648-8800. Or you can email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome. <laughs> Are you clapped? Oh, you want you to be real? Sure. Hey, it's time for Why Are You Awake? My name is Paul Farvar. This week's guest is Jonah Jurgens. We'll get to him in a minute. Actually, we'll get to him now. Hey, Jonah. Hey, how, uh, Paul, did you put a G in my last name there when you said Jerkins? Jerkins. Jerkin. How are you saying Jerkins? Jerkins. Jerkins. Jerkins? I think you're saying it wrong. Jonah Jerkins. Yeah. It sounds like you put a G in there. Jerkins? Yeah. Like Jerkins lotion? Uh-huh. I probably did. Yeah. We've been friends for over 10 years. I know. Can't say my last name. Farber. Comedian Jonah Jurgens joins us. Uh-huh. Comedian <laughs> Jonah Jurgens <laughs> joins us. Jerk, Lo- like jerk, right? Yeah. Loose, loosely based comedian <laughs> Jonah Jurgens. Uh, star of such podcasts as uh, I haven't watched Vanderpump Rules. Is that right? Never seen Vanderpump Rules. Never seen Vanderpump Rules. <clears throat> and let's get. Dumb. Let's get dumb. Blackout Diaries. Blackout Diaries. Fun show. Very fun. I'm doing Very it next fun. this week. Yeah. Oh, are. shit. I yeah. got to fucking prepare for this. What? Just do what you did last time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so Jonah and I, we go way back. It's kind of funny because um, I want to talk to you about that. I'm reading this book about the uh, origins of uh, comedy in Chicago, the Mike Brainstein's uh-huh. book. Yeah. Uh, and it's so funny because our comedy era started yeah. right after that I yeah think, right yeah but you weren't there for the kyle canane and all that stuff were you i was not no were you there no i, I, w- I came after you you were already doing comedy when i started i know i i was there so um some of the names at the end of that book is kind of like when i started so dave odd was a oh, name you already that finished mentioned. you already finished the book no i just know about the book because oh. i skimmed through it i bought it to like support mike um because uh, i'm not done with the book so don't tell me how that ends yeah so so uh, tell me about that chapter <laughs> well the point is, is i think like there's comedians yeah. like uh, i know who dave odd is yeah, yeah. dave odd Chicago. and like <clears throat> like you know sean flanner who i i run a show with has mentioned a lot in that book and there's a lot of names that are mentioned that absolutely I, like They're i still, still have a little bit yeah, yeah yeah but i started uh 2009 ish in here in chicago so it was r- so when that book ends is my when i start when I start, when I started kind of, we'll 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 do the next chapter. 
yeah. talking about that. Well, they keep talking about how the Lion's Den was this, the greatest open mic. And right. I'm like, well, until. Until two, uh, two, two versions. Two versions. Over, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is where I met you. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the best, uh, one of the best open mics uh, of Chicago. That sounds time. like something, that sounds like so, uh, something <laughs> the person that started would say. Yes. I did start it. Yeah. You you're did. Right. Yeah. I remember my first interaction with you is that I, I remember. I don't remember it, so you go for you okay. probably will remember. Because you were notorious because you're a lawyer uh-huh. for you're very meticulous Out and you were very details. like this is how I this is how I do things and this is how it is and that's that's all fucking is. And I remember being like if you went up to you to you, Paul, and you were like Hey, I want to sign up. I'm going to go do this other mic, whatever. I'm going to come back. You'd be like, that's not happening. <laughs> and I saw you outside on Clark Street, which is like, there was a lot of open mics on that street, yes. which is kind of where Wrigleyville is. Yeah. Where, I'm sorry. That's it it the, is where Wrigleyville is. So the, by mic- Wrigley. the microphone, the open microphone uh-huh. show was uh, two and a half Persians at Merkel's, Merkel's on Clark Street in Wrigleyville. Right. So you saw me on Clark Street. I saw you. I was in my car, and then you were walking by. I was with Dan Ronan, who's a comedian who yes. pa- unfortunately passed away. He knew who he was. I didn't know who you were. And then he tried to finagle, finagle like, hey, we're going to come back, put us on the list. And for some reason, I think you let it happen happened. with him, but you were like, who the <laughs> fuck are you? And I no, was I like, knew you. Uh, I knew you because some we had a mutual friend that's like, oh, this guy does comedy. You should okay. p- put him up. And you oh, went wow. up and did the mic. Uh, and you did really well. Oh, nice. Okay. Really did. I, yeah. And, and all jokes. And then, like, we had a competition at the end where the best comedians yeah. at the end would go up and do it. And you were going to be on it, and you left. And I was like, that motherfucker could yeah. have, whatever. Because I, I was obsessed with doing as many mics as I could. That's when you cared about comedy, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. That one that one month <laughs> where, I care, where I was like, I'm going to go for this. Things are going to work out for me. No, which is funny because I, I'm... I was like that after that, but I didn't understand at the time because yeah. when I started the mic, I was like, "This is a show you you've got to support other comedians." Blah, yeah, blah 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 blah. Which and was a great show, and then you had like you had judges on celebrity judges or yeah. judges that were like decision makers. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. people would do their A material because like the bookers from Laugh Factory were yeah. there or Comedy Bar or whatever. Yeah, because you were doing improv at the time. I was right. And you were too, right? I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then you. Then you did stand up. Is that how? Yeah. Is that your origin story? Yeah, origin I story. Uh, okay. I did it. Overlapped a little bit, but yeah, okay. I started improv. I was okay. already like level three at Second City and IO okay. when I started stand up. Nice. How about you? I was. I did. I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I did a year stand up up there, but that was like once a month. I'd do like a open mic, and I was like, I'm a comedian, <laughs> and people were like, Oh, when can I see you next? I'm like, oh, Open mic, and then. <laughs> Which is funny because you have that joke about someone who says you get into a fight with someone who says I'm a comedian. Well, I go, well I'm a comedian. Yeah, well, I'm a fucking comedian. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, then I moved down here to to do Second City. I was doing Second City. Yeah, I was driving from Milwaukee to do Second City. A friend of mine uh, and I would. So and you drive back at night. <laughs> and drive back Jesus, at night. Yeah, so we because we, we would go out after. So we would drive back at like three o'clock in the morning. Jesus. So yeah. when did the lights go off in terms of your motivation and when you started just calling it in? <laughs> <laughs> pretty immediate, <laughs> pretty immediate, you know, when I found out that life's more fun outside of stand-up, uh, so it's pretty quick, um, but then I moved, I moved down, I moved down here to specifically do that, and then I, I like, I mean, this is like, um, when comedians like uh, Hannibal Burroughs was still in here, down here, Prescott Tolk, and like, oh yeah, a lot of like comics, and I was like, I ate my dick, 
really bad and i was like improv's better <laughs> they're so supportive yeah and then i went over, yeah and i quit for th- three years and i did improv for three years so when did you start the improv so 20 2009 yeah okay. well before that because i was driving down and oh, doing improv okay yeah. so 29 is your stand-up origin yeah so i was like i mean tim robinson was my coach oh yeah yeah so like that e- those years of improv was like i mean uh four of my coaches ended up being on saturday night live and like it right. was like tim robinson and pat o'brien and then um michael o'brien you mean it was pat o'brien he was went by pat, o- pat oh. o'brien and then he went by michael o'brien okay. yeah and then, like, kind of like that crew was like, those are the guys that I came up with. Or that night came up, those are the guys that like, taught, taught me. you. Yeah. And they used to come, like, Tim used to come to the mic to support Soren Chotsky. And I'm like, do you want to go up? He's like, no, no, I'm not doing stuff. Yeah. Which is ir- incredible to me. I know. I know. Those c- minds in the improv world are yeah. so fucking funny. I took a class by Tim, and he would, like, he would jump in with you and do improv and like you could feel the charisma and, and like he's so good he's i saw so him on the good. main stage yeah and i was like i became an inter- immediate fan of him and sam robinson yeah they used I, to come to the pocket to open mic i'm like do you guys want to go up like we don't do stand-up I'm i know like, i know you're funnier than everyone in this fucking room i know and i remember i remember doing shows with sam and i just was i would watch him and i'm like oh my god this guy's you did famous. shows with sam or he was your co- he would he would be like on a different team but we'd be on the lineup okay, together got it like at um, oh it, at IO or whatever, it was it was at it's closed down now, but it was on Halstead and Belmont, which I'm forgetting the name. Underground Theater, Annoyance Theater, no, no, okay, I forget the name of it. But the, I w- that's why we met kind of all those guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was like insane, insane. It was like such a time like when you read that book that you're reading. Yeah, wh- what is that called now? Um, a, a little amount of wrong wrong yeah the perfect amount of wrong yes so like when they talk about like that like fever pitch of stand-up 2004 or whatever to 2006 yeah yeah that before us to me that was like improv when i moved down to 2008 2009 was like i mean like um uh i mean the first show i saw was uh was tim robinson this guy um uh, uh brennan jennings who's still one of my favorite comedians uh-huh. who's like the janitor that on ap bio which okay. pat o'brien did that and then Eddie bryant and that i saw yeah. that show and i've to this day i think that's the hardest i've ever i laughed so hard the back of my head was hurting yeah and i was like what is going on down here and then you see like tj jackanowski and like all those guys oh, and tj and dave dave Pasquale and like crazy. it yeah. was like i've i learned so much those years showed me so much about how to do stand up too right. which was so important and here we are and here we and here we are but here's so doing a podcast for free <laughs> <laughs> um so you uh are a night owl but yeah. I, you're you're what i call like a a night owl because like there's a oh. there's a asterisk cuz you're up late but you're also you're just part you're party right cuz not partying, but you're out drinking. You're out and about. <clears throat> That's why you're up late. Yeah. Correct? Like, it's not... Well, I have issues falling asleep. Okay. So, it's hard for me to fall asleep. Um, so always? Or is that since you were an adult or when always. you were a kid? I've always had an issue falling asleep. So, I, what time... I, like I can't nap ever. I can't, like... Like, every second I remember, I would stay up till 2 or 3 in the morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So... Yeah. But were you drinking when you were doing that or not? No, when I was younger, no. I didn't okay. start drinking until I was like 19. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I was kind of a late bloomer. Oh. Yeah. Well, you made up for it. I did. Big time. <laughs> yeah. You are, you're uh, legendary 
uh, from the time I've known you as pro- like one of the most professional drinkers I know. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I was a pr- I was a functioning alcoholic for years. Yeah. But like I see you because you're I think in Wisconsin, you just you have to be uh, a responsible drinker or a drinker. Like yeah, I like I movie down here. I thought that's just like I, I I just lived my life how I did in Wisconsin, and then it was like oh now I have an excuse to be out every night because I'm performing right, and then I'm drinking along with that, and then also it's like in Wisconsin it's like two a.m. is when bars close, and now you go down here it's like five a.m. Right. So I was like oh I need to ch- I need to figure this out right. so because like I'm not leaving until I have to be told to be le- to leave you know so like. <clears throat> and it was funny. It was like because like shows would end at two, and then like my adrenaline's running, and I want to keep going out. So then, what shows were ending at two? Well, like you open mics would end at two. Oh, okay. Yeah, but when you're like in your beginning stages in stand up, right? Like, you know, you're trying to do as many sets as you can. So like you're starting at like seven, five, eight, five p.m., and then you're going to like there's there were times where I would like you know I'd go up at like you know one fifty, and then my adrenaline's running after that. And I don't want to go home and go to bed. So like I right. want to actually like people don't understand that like. I did a show tonight. I'm, I'm like I'm wide awake. Yeah, there's, it's not gonna. There's even if it's like a ten minute spot, you're still wide awake right. for a while. Yeah, but like before I did comedy, I was always a night owl anyway, and okay. I was the same way. Like I'd be like, I'd be like, I don't want to go home. What's right. the point? I'm gonna be up anyway, and I would never. I was, I would be at last call. They call me last call Paul at oh, the nice. Marquee Lounge because I was always. Why doesn't that shirt say that? Last call, Paul. Last call, Paul. Yeah. It's a different lifestyle. Okay. But but see, like I stopped. I had to slow down drinking. I had ulcers, and my doctor was basically like, "You're you. How does this end? You mm. know." And like for you, have you slowed down? You said you slow down, or but have you slowed down? Because you, s- I've been with you, and uh-huh. I've been drinking with you. Yeah. And you're still drinking more than anyone in the room. I can, but you're also like, in control. You're not like right. sloppy. So it takes me. Okay, so that's the issue. So, like, I don't get hangovers, right? And so like I don't... You've bragged about that on many podcasts. Yeah, but <laughs> I, it's not like a break, but it's just, like, I just, like, don't have to find out where my, where my like, limit is. Do you okay. know what I mean? So the problem is, is, as I'm getting older, like, that, that tolerance is going down, but I never felt like I had to figure where that was because the next morning I feel fine. But then I started getting sloppy... So I'm fine. Like when I'm drunk, I'm good. Like nobody can tell. But then when I'm blacked out, you can fucking yeah. tell. Right? Well, I have pictures of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like, it's like I have a lot of stories of people being like, I felt like I looked over here and I, look, I went over and I'm like, who is this guy? That's not the person I was hanging out with. <laughs> and but uh, I, as of late, I started like I'm starting to get like really bad panic attacks now because of my drinking. So like when I'm, you're not drinking or when while you're drinking. Uh, the next day, so okay. my 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 uh, hangovers are like panic debilitating panic attacks. Like I think I need to go to the hospital. Panic attacks, and that started happening like two three months ago. Are you getting shakes if you're not drinking? It's not. I mean, it is a withdrawal probably that's yeah. happening, but I'm not getting like the shakes. But I'm just getting like because like when I was 22, I went to Las. <laughs> when I was 22, I went to Las Vegas. Right. I used to go to Las Vegas every year, like the week before school would start, my friends and I would go to Las Vegas and it it wasn't like gambling and all this crazy. It was just like we're fucking drinking. drinking. Yeah. Yeah. And we would go off season, um, off week. So we go like Monday through Friday. Well, five days in Vegas is a long time. And we would like we'd wake up, we'd go to the we'd go to the uh, Mandalay Bay. Mandalay the Bay is the first place to stay at the hotel. Yeah, of yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like um yeah, all those places. And but like 
so I went and I would go. We wake up and we drink until we blacked out, and then not like oh, I have to go take a nap. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't remember going back to the hotel. And we'd wake up, and then it'd be like seven, and we would go out till five in the morning and come back. And I so like basically my five day trip was ended up being like a ten day trip because of that because I would sleep so much, you know. Yeah. And then I had a terrible. Uh, my first panic attack was on the way home from that trip, which was me going through alcohol. Well, everyone, trauma. everyone coming from Vegas on that flight is having some sort of. Mine's alcohol. like I had. I mean, I, had, I went to the hospital because I, I like twenty two. Yeah. Wow. Because I was in this panic attack for like three days straight, and I thought I was. I thought if I fell asleep, I'd die. Like I was like, convinced, so I didn't. Fall, I didn't sleep for three days. I was like whatever, and then I finally clicked in my head. I'm like, oh, I'm having a fucking panic attack, and then I called my mom to pick me up and she took me to the hospital and then like eventually i like figured it out like how to handle that that which is how it's like it's like this is your brain that's causing this so if you know that then you can control that your brain to fix it right mentally mentally because like your brain's attacking you right and it thinks that something's bad's happening so it's like it is causing so much adrenaline to happen that you're in a fight or flight stance. So like it, it, that's that's what's happening. So if you know that like oh the only th- what's what's happening right now is my thought somewhere yeah. subconsciously. Like my my reptile brain is in that fight or flight mode. So I know that like okay, I'll f- slowly fix it. It's like a bad breakup. So you mentally trick your brain into not having a panic attack without yeah. any substances or anything. Right, I never took any drugs or anything. And then I no, would drink- I'm saying like a, a Advil or whatever. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I never took like you know Xanax or sure. anything like that. And then like I just kind of fixed it. And then like I would get them like a couple times a year. And then for some reason in these last couple of years they just like fucking came back. So so I'm like maybe I shouldn't drink it. I know that I have a drink in my lap right now. <laughs> <laughs> I understand how. Which this is funny because the way it's sorry. I go. Do you want to drink? No, I don't need a drink. You're like, well, if you're gonna have one, and yeah. I was like, that's never. But I'm, my new goal is not to black out anymore. Because I could. That's the thing is I'm a consistent black. When people are like, oh hey, like. Blacking out scary. I'm like, that's all I do. Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese, yeah. That's what you call it. What you I call it Swiss cheese. Yeah. Gray, I call it gray outs, where you remember parts of the night, but you don't remember all of it. Yeah, mine's more Swiss cheese because it's like... Parts. Well, because like, that's what a piece of Swiss cheese oh, is, Oh, the right? hole of... It's all there, but there's holes in it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Do you... D- okay, so... This on the is night- getting sad. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into an interview. Yeah, it really is. Are you... Th- are you um, are there nights? Are you drinking every night? Like, do you have a drink to fall asleep, or how do no, you? No, no, no. I don't drink like alone. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I'm like a, I'm like a social. social like, I love drinking. Like, I just love. But you're out every night, almost every night. Because not doing like shows. I used to, but yeah, there's there's nights where I mean, I've had like, I've had thirty day benders. Like, I've. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about like drinking, like drinking, but like, let's say it's a Tuesday night and you're with your girlfriend. Are you just drinking? No, I don't drink during the week. You're not drinking. Not really. No. Okay. No. That's good. Do you? Uh, I don't drink anymore. Like this At is all? very rare. Yeah, like oh, very thank you rare. For sharing this with me. Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah. I was like, all right. Last what time, made you stop. Um, health main yeah. thing. Two things. Start. I stopped. Uh, well, first of all, and that's is this what I'm, the podcast is. Is just like no, the just saddest you. conversations you've ever had ever. Okay. <laughs> for me, I just didn't know. I was like, how's this end, right? Because I have yeah. a, I have an uncle who has uh, sources of the liver, all this yeah. stuff. I was drinking from sixteen to thirty-seven, basically every uh every thursday friday saturday but not yeah, just three drinks like excessively like, yeah that's just what i knew since right. i was 16 and so when i had ulcers my doctor was like you're gonna die like you have wow. to change your lifestyle but i was also the ulcers weren't from the alcohol it was from like stress, stress of yeah. doing stand up doing um 
Second City and yeah. being a lawyer. Yeah. So it's all mental. But I also was like, I got to slow down. And then I slowed down for a while. Then I went back to drinking. And then Jeannie Dugan went sober when we were doing the singles only podcast. I'm like, oh, I'm going to try it. Mm. And I loved it. I was like, holy shit. Like, really? after shows, I can just go get food. Oh, it's so fucking boring. Yeah. It, <laughs> well, it is boring, but your body gets used to it. You're more productive. Yeah. I mean, I like, I got a concussion a few years ago. And it's so, all like, God, only fucking 10 minutes in, you have to bring up a concussion. <laughs> Do I bring this up a lot on the podcast? No, but there was the year, the years that it happened. Like, remember, you were like, I had a concussion. You bring it up all. I made fun of you because oh, you yeah, bring yeah. it up all. Well, I'm just Go saying, ahead. like, I had a, I they need because to know. of that, I had, I had to stop drinking for two months. And I was a little like, oh man, can I do it? And I did, and it was fine. It was easy. Like, which was a good, <laughs> it's a, when you drink as much as I do, it's like kind of like, oh man, do I have a problem? And then when they're like, yeah, you can't drink for two months, you're like, fuck. And then I, did, I didn't oh, drink for two months. And it was like, it was it was easy. It, there was not one day where I was like, I need to fucking. Uh, oh, it me. was. Oh, like, I was the opposite. Really? I couldn't drink for three months, and I couldn't drink uh, coffee and uh, uh, coffee and alcohol. Coffee was harder than alcohol, but I definitely had like headaches and all kinds of stuff because really? your body is going through withdrawal. Yeah. Um, and then I started. I was like, I need something, so I started so smoking, which is even more worse. Oh, really? Yeah. But that only lasted for cigarettes or weed. Uh, cigarettes, and then I went to chewing tobacco, oh, really? which I did Your when spin? I was, yeah, yeah, Th- not the dip chew, like the fucking southern oh, chew. Oh yeah, like the the what do you call it? Like red man. Yeah. Can you Weird. say that? Can you say red man? I don't know. It's your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> what, what demographic are you going for? <laughs> I just want to get canceled already. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so you're a night owl, but when I say that about you, I feel like you were up. I remember, like, if we were, if I was out, like, I think last time we went out on mm-hmm. a bender, for lack of a better word, I was like, oh, I went to a Cubs game. I'm like, oh, I know, Jonah will be up. Yeah. And sure as shit, you and I end up going out longer than everyone else. Yeah. Or I just go. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go. You, you were always up for it. Yeah. Back in single days when you were, well, not single, but just Jonah. Yeah, I mean, even like when, when we not, were younger. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this was like five years, four years ago. But like, yeah, yeah, I can, I, I like, I, I just feel like my body's meant to go. Like, I, I can just go. Like. Yeah. I don't need naps. I don't need breaks. Like, I just go. What time are you... Okay, so what time do you go to bed every night? Like, typically? I mean, it depends. Like, my girlfriend goes to bed pretty early, and I try to, like... You know, I want to go to sleep with her when she does. Which so is what time? Like, depending on the day, but, like, midnight, 1 o'clock. Okay. So it's kind of early for me. But, like, if I'm by myself... Like, last night I went to sleep at, like, 3.30. Yeah. But I get up at, like... I get up at 9, 9.30. I get up early. How are you doing that? So I, I, I'm telling you, my body's just meant to go. Like, I can just go. I can you don't go need on six lo- hours of sleep? I, ca- I just can't. I can't. That was the... W- so I used to, when I was younger, I could sleep till, like, midnight, not midnight, noon, yeah. noon, one o'clock, and I just, like... Now it just seems pathetic, and I don't do it. I'm, you know, I do it. 40. I, really? Yeah, I sleep till, like, 11 every my body, day. Like, but I go to bed at 4. Yeah. But even as a kid, I was a night... Like, even as a kid, I was a night owl. Yeah. My mom was always like, oh, you were perfect, because, like... You would like stay up late, but like you would just fall asleep and you sleep all day. And like, I guess I was like the best where she, I would never like wake her up in the middle of the night. But did you, when you were in like eighth grade, like high school, were you up late? Like, my parents would let me watch yeah. the beginning of Johnny Carson. I remember watching. Oh, like, I would stay up till four or five in the morning every night yeah. in high school. Yeah, high school. Yeah. And then there was like during the summertime, but you'd I still would still go to class every day on time. No. Okay. I was, re- I was, I had, <laughs> the, I had the worst attendance record of anyone they've ever seen. Really? Yeah, and they thought I was like a drug addict, or I wasn't drinking. And they thought I was like an al- like an alcoholic. They were like concerned for me. Yeah, and I was like, I "What were know. you doing when you were a kid?" I was working. I loved working. 
at five in the morning? No, I'd work. I'd work till like ten p.m. and then I would like either go home and work play video where? games, Best Buy, because <laughs> 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 high school. And then, or like all my friends were in college when I was in high school, so I'd hang out there. I wasn't drinking, but I'd hang out yeah. late. Or like, or I'd go to like a you know like a late night eat. Like there's a place called George Webb, which is like this late night eat place in Wisconsin. I'd go there. Just and hang just out. hang out, yeah. Because I just wanted to. I, I'm like kind of FOMO kid. So but like, how do you? Uh, yeah, I, w- I think I'm the same way about yeah. late night stuff. Like I feel like when people are like, "Why? What are you doing after midnight?" And I, I, can't, I I'm so productive at uh-huh. that time break. Really? Like, so yeah. You work. So you work. I at do midnight. work. I, I get so much shit done. Yeah. You don't do that though. No, I do. I mean, like if I need work to get done, I, I'll do it. So your girlfriend goes to bed at one, let's just say, and you can't fall asleep. Do you force yourself to just lie there with her? And are you? What are you doing? I'll Watching just lay TV? with her. I was just like, I'll literally just lay there and just and think thoughts. <laughs> no TV, nothing. No TV, no nothing. And I'll like just uh, for two hours. Sometimes three, four. And yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I I can't fall asleep. I'm really do bad at falling asleep. You take melatonin or anything? I started taking a little bit, and it's fine. I don't like the feeling of like my brain races so much that I don't yeah. like the feeling of like my body's falling asleep, but my brain isn't. I hate that feeling. Yeah, that scares the shit out of me. That that brings up panic attacks for me. And it also dreams are so fuck. My dreams when I have melatonin are so vivid, and you wake up you're like, oh really? What the fuck? See, I don't yeah. fucked up dreams. Yeah, I only fuck- when I was having bad panic attacks, I'd have really fucked up like. I would be a dream within a dream within a dream within a dream, which is like insane. What do you mean? I would like is this the Matrix. Yeah, it w- no, it was like um, what movie? Is I that never right? saw the movie. But okay, but it, it's like I would like be it. I would have these like really kind of vivid dreams and like kind of fucked up shit was happening. I'm like, oh, I'm dreaming, and then I would like wake up, but I wake up in another dream. Yeah. So then some more fucked up things are happening. I'm like, oh, no, I'm dreaming. So the, I got to the point where, like, I didn't know when I actually woke up if it was real or not. And it fucked with my brain for, like, a... And this well, is during the this is during <laughs> the beginning of my panic attacks. But, well, but you shouldn't be fucking... If you're in bed and you're not asleep, you shouldn't just lay there. for. That's going to cause... What am I supposed to do? I don't... Get up and fucking do something. Well, then I'm, then I'm like, moving around, and then I'm, then I'm energized, and then I'm going to stay up. I, I know that it's not healthy to just lay in the bed and not do anything. So what's more healthy is me to get up and run around. Well, I don't know what's healthy. I do don't know the jumping answer. Jacks? No, not jerk doing jumping jacks. Is like, that what you want? You want me to jerk you off in the morning? I'm not with you. I'm not in this <laughs> well, bedroom. Do you want me to come over? I'm not in this hypothetical. I mean, we can go get food if you want. Sure, I'm up. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm just saying like you could do you can do something like send emails out or whatever you have to do. Uh, that's like for me, I'm a big to do list guy. So I like no, in my I head. That's why I can't fall asleep because I'm like. Oh, I, I, I'll put shit on list just so I can cross. So it you off. think it's okay for somebody to receive an email at three thirty in the morning from you? No, I. You don't think schedule people are like, them. What the? F- oh, you schedule. Gmail has a schedule. Thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm fucking smart. Yeah. So what happens is three thirty. I'm wide awake. I can send my avails to clubs. I can send my press whatever thing like they ask me yeah. for pictures, and then I send them for eight o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock depending on where they're at. Okay. And then by the time you wake up. At like eleven thirty, you have responses to like all this shit, and yeah. you're like, you're ahead of the, you're ahead of the game. I just don't want to wake up my partner, you know. Like that's my thing. Yeah. If I'm if I'm sleeping by myself, yeah, I'll like. I mean, I stay up as late as I can until like I'm basically have to fall asleep. Yeah. But then I'll get, I'll do that stuff. Like I'll but, you know work on podcasts or right. I mean, you can yeah. you can work on your podcast yeah. or like come up with things that like. I just feel like that's the productive time for us, and that's one of the that's one of the only benefits of being a night owl because you're not distracted with people yeah Yeah. like the distractions of everyday life like if i'm if i'm trying to write during the day uh you're going to be distracted by calls you're going to be checking your instagram you're going to be all this stuff nothing's happening at 
two in the morning. So like this whole podcast is you proving to people that like no, it's you're not. Most there's productive. no. Pro- I'm not <laughs> there's <laughs> pros and cons, right? Like people are like, I don't know, I don't know the answer, and that's. I, the purpose of this podcast is just to be like fucking. I wish I wasn't a night owl. I know. I wish I could f- wake up at eight in the morning and be like a productive person. Are you a night owl when you're not out? I'm up after shows. If I'm on the road, I come home. I'll go get food because mm-hmm. I don't like to eat before my show. Mm-hmm. I'll get food and like a lunatic, I'll go to the gym. Really? And I'll work out. I used like to do midnight. that. I, li- I like a good like and midnight workout. People, I've been like Plano, Texas drunk people are coming into the room and they're like looking in they're like what the fuck is oh, this at the, guy at the, at the hotel, at the hotel yeah. yeah yeah and they're like i'm a fucking but i'm like what am i gonna do with that energy i just right. fucking murdered for an hour well, i mean now you're like or bombed yeah. whatever <laughs> it doesn't matter you still have the energy yeah i didn't murder yeah uh not in plano but other places i did i would say as i'm getting older i'm i am i am finding myself it's easier for me to fall asleep earlier and earlier is like 1 a.m but if I'm out, I want to be out. I like, I, I like, I, I like what we're doing right now. You know, it's late right now. We're having a conversation. I like, I like the social aspect of a night owl. Right. Right. Because I hate busy bars, and I hate like, I hate like you know the classic like singles bars where clubs you're like, or the yeah, like North clubs, bar. or you're like, you're like, it's all about like I'm trying to hook up with this person or do this whatever. Yeah. I like the idea the of like, hey, look at this. Isn't it insane that we're working together right now and having mm-hmm. and drinking? Like, I love like a good, I love a good four a.m. bar that is strictly like we're here to fucking drink. And and it's not loud. Like you're not yelling. It's not loud. Like as I get older now, I can't deal with loud bars. I'm just like, oh, I can't hear, can't hear myself. Think. Yeah, there's a four a.m. bar here in Chicago uh, called Fireside, and that's like one of my favorite. Oh yeah, bars. Well, one, the food's good, but two, it's it's a chill four a.m. bar. Like. And it feels like this, like, I think that's more of a Wisconsin thing, because Wisconsin to me is like the camaraderie of like, we're all, we're all doing this together. Like my favorite night to drink is like when there's a bad winter storm or a rainstorm. And then you're like, I'm fucking going out. And like, it's like everyone there is like, look what we did together. And like, that's the times when I've met friends who just are random people at bars that I become good friends with or whatever, because it's like, look what we're doing. Like, this is great. Yeah. Right. That I hate St. Patrick's Day, but I love early St. Patrick's Day. Like yeah. nine AM, we're at the bar together. Saint I pa- hate St. Patrick's Day. I hate St. Patrick's I'll Day. I'll never go out on that. I but always go, nine AM like eggs and kegs is twenty years I've been doing eggs and kegs. I can't and I love wake it. up. I'm not a morning drinker. And, and I love it. So you have the fear of missing out, which I did too, going mm-hmm. out. Do you feel that way? Well, see so you're waking up at nine AM, so you're not missing yeah. out on anything. Yeah, you're just missing like out on sleep. I know. So I, I like I don't I feel like I'm missing out on when I wake up at 11. I'm like, all I'm doing for the first hour is like fucking catching up to work. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. I gotta, there's so much thing on my to do list. I got to get done. I got I to check my Instagram, post it, whatever, okay. all the bullshit that yeah. we have to do as comedians. And then um, but I'm also feel like I'm missing out on stuff when it's like a beautiful day. I'm like, yeah. I feel so bad that I haven't been yeah enjoying it yeah or if i'm in like florida and the beach is like right in front of me yeah i wake up at 12 and like i know we sound like psychopaths when i say like when i go i wake up at 9 30 i never thought i'd be a morning person like i know that sounds for a normal person where you're like i get up at 5 30 a.m bitch and i'm like 9 30 9 30 is a morning person to me yeah i know me too so like and i think there's a little part of me that's in my head where it's like 
you know, who I'm dating now is so has to be because of her career is morning person. Yeah. So if I feel bad if I'm texting her at like noon and being like, I just woke up like, you know, <laughs> and she's like, they don't need to she's know. like, you're older than me, motherfucker. And I'm like, yeah, but you're up but like my career. You're fucking sitting up staring at her for three hours while she's no, asleep. I'm groping and having okay, sleep fine. sex with her. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. I get one a year. That's what we decided. <laughs> I get one a year. Not even gonna, I don't, I don't want to get, I already said red man once on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, you are. 9.30 to me is, I since I stopped practicing law, I haven't woken up before, t- other than for flights. Really? There's no way I'm up before 10. Yeah. And if a plumber, like I have a plumber come and say, hey, can I come at 9.30? I'm like, no. Oh, I do. Not. Dude, when I have like workers coming and they're like, yeah, we're going to start kind of a little later. We'll be there at 8.30. I'm like, fuck you. Are you <laughs> fucking serious? I like, it's insane how nobody understands our, like nobody understands our life. Yeah. Like, and I, I've dated like, like third uh, I want to say string, but third shift nurse nurses. Third string, yeah. And their whole complaint too is like nobody understands my schedule. Yeah. Like, n- like, like on a Saturday they're like, let's get brunch at ten, and she's like, I get home at nine thirty. I need to sleep, and they're like, yeah. what the fuck? Like nobody. It's insane how nobody understands right. our schedules. It's it's frustrating. Um, it gets it gets harder too as you get older too because people, they people who are in our age demo have already are sold that sold their souls. Kids. They have kids yeah. that are waking up at six in the morning, yeah, and or they've got jobs where they wake up like normal humans, mm-hmm. and so you're further isolated, right? Yeah, and so you are in a situation now where you have a a girlfriend, so you're not that isolated, but you right. are in a way because she's going to bed during your hours and she's gone when you're, you know, awake doing nothing. Right. So how does that? Th- it's almost like what comes first? Do you become more lonely? Uh, because you have uh the sleep pattern, or is it is it the chicken or the egg? What what comes first? Do you think since you said you were in high school, you you were staying up late all the time? Yeah, but you were by yourself, right? Right. So what were you? Do? I mean, you're playing video games by yourself, or were you com- Just jerking <laughs> off, brother? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would be watching or movies. College, or let's talk about like those those people were still. Up I mean, college, you. I was drinking. I yeah. mean, I was like, you know. I mean, you know what's funny is I think I drink more now than I did in college. I which think is you ins- do, too. I think so, too. It's kind of weird to think about that. Just because, like, I live a life that I'm at a – I'm purposely at a place that has alcohol because of what we what we yeah. do. So, like, I'm, you know, I'm at a – you know, before it was like, oh, I'm drink Like, I, it was a plan to drink, and now it's just part of what I do. I feel like what you I do. got into comedy because of the drinking for the free drink tickets. <laughs> No, like but I've ruined it. I think we talked about this on your podcast previously. Oh, where I've ruined. When I was first starting comedy, <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize how uh, you got judged on your drinking. I thought that was kind of part of it. And then until I, I had a couple of managers be like, <laughs> you have to understand. <laughs> you did talk about this on a podcast, or you've told me this story about one of the clubs where they're like, how drunk were you? Yeah. I don't want to say the name. Well, of the club. Th- I know there's this story. I, don't, I know I haven't told them this one. We're like, there's a club in Milwaukee that's closed down now that I went up to audition and then they were like, okay, so <clears throat> you pass the next step. The next step is you host the open mic. And then they're like, we can't pay you, but we'll give you free drinks. And then they're like, you can't, like, they're not going to give you a place to stay. And I'm like, oh, I'm from Milwaukee. Don't worry. It's fine. So I drove up and I did it and uh, it went fine. I drank what I normally drank. And then 
I thought it was a good night and uh, I ended up hanging hang out at a friend's house. And then the next month or like, you know, around that time, they were like, they called me up and they were just like, hey, like we had somebody drop, like, you know, you did well. Do you mind coming up again? And I was like, sure, no problem. And I went up <laughs> and then I ordered a drink, ordered a beer. And then they were like, yeah, it's 250. And I was like, oh, I thought the host gets them for free. And they're like, yeah, that used to be like that, but some asshole ruined it last month. And I thought it was me because I ordered 12 beers. And they, they, I guess they were just like, oh, we've never seen anybody like drink that amount and, and, and not normal. even be. Yeah. yeah, be normal. Yeah. So I ruined it for everybody. And that's when I was like, oh, don't do that. I just remember when you were a kid or not a kid, but college and post-college, like f- going to bars just because we had a hookup at the bar, which yeah. meant like you wouldn't have to pay for drinks. You're like, oh, my God. This is so awesome. Like I don't know drinks. how I afforded drinking as much as I did. If I look at it now, it's like there's so no fucking money. way. There's no way I was making that kind of money. Yeah. I mean, I, I, was, I, I always had hookups because I was in the bar industry back then. I was yeah, a musician and all that stuff. So I would get free drinks. But the funny part about all that is, is there was a period where I didn't have that. But when I was 22, like getting a free drink was like, oh, like, yeah. even though it was like three dollars at our time. Right. Now. And I see that now because I don't drink at the shows. I never drink before a show. Really? It's the nasty, like, late show. But, um, you know, we'll get two drink tickets. And then I always have two. And I give them. To, I'm like, hey, you guys want these? And the faces of these young comics. Yeah, when you give them a free, That's like, a lot of money. What? Like, yeah. And then, like, you see them rush to the to, to cash. Because they've already drank their right. two drinks. And they're like, I have a third one now. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that's. I'm, it's just so funny that I'd be so mad at myself in my 20s for not using these free drinks that I'm yeah. getting everywhere. I know. And then you forget about it when you go out. Like sometimes I went out with another comedian who drinks a lot, one of our friends, and we did a show. I'm like, fuck, it, I'm going to get drunk. We're in fucking Milwaukee or in uh, uh, Minnesota. And then we went and say to get drunk in. Yeah got, yeah. got a round of drinks for me, him, and a few other people. And it was like, Fifty dollars. I'm like, oh, I forgot. Like, so cheap. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, it co- we never have to pay for drinks everywhere we go. Sean Flannery has a great joke where he like forgets how cheap it is outside of you know like major cities. Well, it was cheap, but it was also like I never buy drinks anymore. Like, because oh, we're always yeah. Yeah, getting yeah. free. But yeah, the Sean. Oh, when I know yeah, when he's just like, Sean. okay, it's like I'll I'll order this whatever all this stuff. He's like, okay, it's twenty Talk. bucks, and you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna buy your bar. <laughs> like, <laughs> like so then I don't have to find a way to get home tonight. <laughs> like. It's like I got this, yeah. Which is it's ins- it's crazy. Like when I go home to Milwaukee, I'm like, this is oh, it's so crazy. I'm like, okay. There's certain states. Oh, I was just in uh, Denver's expensive now, but there was a a place I was at recently. It was like two dollars yeah. for a fucking mixed drink. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, how are you guys making money? It's insane. We had uh, at the bar I worked at. We had flip night, quarter flip night. So like, you'd order a drink, and then they you call. Like somebody flip a quarter, and if you called it, it was a quarter. If you got it right, if it that's wasn't, it was a full price. How's yeah? That's funny. Yeah, and then you like I mean, in Wisconsin there was like bar dice, so like you play against dice. a bar. So you there's a bar game that you play. It's a dice game that you play with a bartender, and basically in a certain way you could end up drinking free the whole night. So it's like this dice game, whatever. And what happens is like. If you're like second loser, then you pay the round. So if the if that happens to the bartender, then they have to pay the round. So there's been nights where I've like, on a Sunday, I'll just go. Well, my friends and I will play, and I like it's free the whole night. Wow. Yeah, it's. So so now, uh-huh. and you're you're forty. I am. Thank you for bringing that up. You brought it up already. 
I almost did. No, you did. You said I know it before. I, I wouldn't I have fucking said it. I know. I'm very sensitive about my age. So I don't say yeah. shit. How um, old are you now? I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> uh, are you, you said you're slowing down, but like, do you think that you'll ever be able to go to sleep? Like, do you, th- I mean, yours is all mental, right? You're, right. you're staying up because your brain is still functioning. Yeah. It's like, have you, are you going to address it? Because you're, what are you going to, how's that end for you? Like when you're in your 50s, are you still going to be, a, like, I don't know. I, I don't know either. I don't really know. That's a really good question. I don't, I, I don't know. Like right now I'm cutting down on blacking out because like I, I have to, because like I just can't, mentally I can't handle the can't be that panic guy attacks anymore. Blacking out, yeah. No, I don't mind that part. <laughs> that part doesn't bother me <laughs> at all. I don't mind the no, people no, 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 judging me. It's like, just like the next the day, it's like what I have to go through the next day is not worth the... And like I don't know, I just like I'm. St- this is the first year where I'm like I feel like I'm the old guy at the bar now. I don't like yeah. that. I hate that. That was another thing too that stopped my drinking too because I, it would get to the point at the end of the night where, uh, it's like okay, if the night keeps going and we go start doing drugs, which uh, I don't do anymore. Yes, I don't do drugs. Well, right, which is, but then, but then it's like, what else am I going to do? Like, there's nothing left to do at three in the morning if you're not drinking. Yeah, yeah, true. I just love. Don't you miss the conversations? I like, do, and I and, and and what I've been doing now is smoking cigars because it's the same vibe. A lot of comedians now that are sober are smoking cigars, okay. and that's you get to still hang out late at night with other comedians. Yeah, and you're not just you don't have a hangover. Anymore. I know that's a Flanagan thing you had on a previous episode. Flanagan, I smoke cigars. Yeah. Well, he doesn't drink anymore either. Like right. he he was a sloppy drunk for a big while. Big sloppy drunk. All right, I wouldn't say big. That's defamation. Wow. Well, okay, you guys warrior. can find it out yeah. on the next episode. I mean, but uh, but yeah, like, and there's certain people that are like, uh, like Kevin Bozeman still still likes to drink when you mm-hmm. go on the road with him. But like, I'm like, I'll drink one night with you, but the other nights let's smoke cigars. Oh, I've had headliners that like I'm trying to like impress. Oh, when yeah. you first start when you're featuring, you want the headliner to be like, hey, I want you to open for me. And so like, you know, do what they do. Yeah. So I was like, oh, you just you're a fun hang. And the problem is, is like, I, I can drink so much that like. There are headliners that are like, this is a good weekend. I'm like, if you ever need another opener or whatever. And a lot of them been like, I can't handle hanging out with you like this every weekend. <laughs> See, that's how I am with certain headliners I'm like, where Fuck. I'm like, I'm like, oh, if I call him up to open the show, I'm going to be miserable for every morning because he drinks so much. Oh, really? There's certain comedians that are like, and they'll say that. Be like, that's where I'm like, call me up, dude. <laughs> I can handle it. Yeah, but then you haven't you doing jokes from fucking 10 years ago. No, I don't. I did jokes from eight years ago. (laughs) (laughs) But there's new lines. There's always new lines. Jonah. Yeah. I'm not going to tell the story. Go listen to Jonah. My favorite stories of you. I've told these on every time I've had you on a podcast. Uh It still makes me laugh (laughs) so hard. Yeah. When we went to an open mic together as Uh adult, like after being established paid regulars. Uh And it's an open mic. Yeah. And like that's where you are supposed to do material. Especially like you and I were the only established comedians at the club i think that are the open bar, mic bar. Yeah. and you, t- <laughs> you did like a joke that's like you always do i was like no i didn't i did a did, joke i did you did a joke that is a joke that's you've done at clubs i don't know about yes that. okay because i was laughing so hard i was like what? no because i had new lines in it <laughs> i had a new line <laughs> Uh, uh, it still makes me laugh because yeah. you defended your. I'm like, you've been doing that joke for five years. Like, no, 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 eight, <laughs> eight, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I had a new line. <laughs> I had a new line. Paul had a new line in there. 
I don't think you did. I, I did. I know I, I do. I think you just got to the point of like, who are you? This oh, is all Daddy Canadians. improvises a lot. <laughs> oh, I improvise so much. <laughs> Showed up. All right. Well, we're, we're out of time here. You we're out of time. Over, we went over. For every time I have you on, on anything. That's my skill. That's my skill set. This is why. You always run the light. This is why people go out to 4 a.m. with me. Because I'm like, it's a good time, right? We're having such a fun talk. Oh. This is also previous. If you don't mention. If you don't name this the saddest podcast ever <laughs> i'm gonna be mad at you well i for you it's different because uh you're i i didn't know you were a uh, night owl before you started drinking and i didn't know you started drinking at 19 i yeah. honestly thought you were like me where you know i was drinking in high school so i drank more in high school than i drank really in college yeah really oh god yeah i mean because yeah, I mean, your body could handle it. And what, it was, why do you think you drink so much? Your friends or just because you wanted to? Well, for me, it's, fr- it's it's all it's all social. It was it's, all social. Yeah, I just I liked myself when I was drunk. I I was n- I had no confidence as a okay as a as a kid. Yeah, and when I was drunk, I'd be like the life of the party. Uh-huh. People thought it was fun, whatever, and I was like, okay, and I had I had uh, more like confidence. Yeah, and then then it just developed into like a ha- it just became routine yeah. in college in law school and then when i was in a band i just i started doing other shit too yeah so. but so this, the podcast isn't an intervention it's about staying up feels late. like it yeah. this one felt like it well because i free it's you <laughs> 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 i mean people who are gonna listen to this episode and be like oh my god yeah like holy shit and we like, didn't even no, talk about cool. how much you drink yeah Jonah, where, where can people find out about your podcast and everything? Uh, we can follow me at Jonah Jerkins, that's J-U-R-K-E-N-S, on um, Instagram or what are all those You things. don't even do that. I don't. I have nine pictures up, but I have a lot of hundred followers, and there are a lot of hundred followers. Okay. Um, but w- The Let's Get Dumb podcast? Let's Get Dumb podcast with me and another comedian, Joe Cook Allen. It's very funny. Um, and we just talk about, we just like it, we're, we embrace how dumb we are and kind of like how this podcast is. And then uh, Blackout Diaries podcast, which is I run a show, uh, which is a drinking storytelling show with me and this comedian Sean Flannery, who's very funny. Who also who, wrote an amazing book, yeah. Yeah, who also was, uh, rated the uh, Chicago's number one drunk. He's uh, Chicago reader named him as that. We we run a weekly um, storytelling show about drinking, and uh, it's a developed into a podcast. Blackout Diaries mm-hmm. at Lincoln Lodge. Yes, every and Friday. Then are there, what's the other podcast? Uh, it is never Vander- seen Vanderpump Rules. Uh, which shall be released. When is this being released? Probably around that time. Okay. How do All you right. know this? Because I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how you work. Uh huh. I know what keeps you up late at night, Jonah. Yeah, you do. Thank you, Jonah, for, for another me, fun time as always. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm so happy I did this for free. Uh, thank you all for, for watching or listening to another edition of Why Are You Awake? Go to sleep. Thank <laughs> you.